there something in your life today that you're just having a hard time putting in God's hands, turning it over and having faith so you don't have to worry? If so, then today's episode of She Read It Herself is for you. Hi, hi, hi. I am so excited you're here today. And let me just say off the bat, if I sound a little, a little growly, like a little dark alley voice, blame it on these grimy little people that live in my house. I, I think they're called my children. They, especially the little one, this last week he brought home pink eye and some other virus and probably some more surprise viruses that I won't find out about it until a couple of weeks. But you know what? It's fine. It's the chaos of motherhood and, and I truly do love it. Um, just not ideal for podcasting, but that's okay. We're going to get through it because the message today is powerful and I just, I need you to hear it because I know it's going to make a difference in what you're going through today. So I asked at the beginning, is there something in your life right now, some circumstance that you're having a hard time finding peace in your faith about? And by that I mean turning it over to God because of your faith and knowing that it's going to be okay and getting a piece out of that. It's hard to do. Think about maybe it's perhaps something going on with one of your kids. Maybe they're having a tough time in school or it's a health issue. As a mom, I mean, we are like made, born and bred to worry, but it's stressful and it's not exactly what God calls us to. He wants so much more for us. He wants us to be able to place it at his feet and have peace. That's easier than said than done, oftentimes, right? We left off um, two episodes ago in John 1, and I want to pick up on verse 3 because it really applies to how you are going to let go of whatever it is today that you're having a hard time finding peace about that you're worried about, how you can let that go. In verse 3, it says, this is so simple, but so like mind-blowing. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. Let's think about that for something, for a second. Through him, everything was done. Everything was made. And without him, this part's almost even more powerful to me. Nothing was made that has been made. Sometimes I think we get a little tunnel vision with our circumstances of today. You know, we worry so much about how is this going to be okay? Whatever it is that you're having a hard time trusting in. Maybe you're trying to have another baby and you don't know when it's going to happen. Maybe it's a work situation or a living situation. That's the example I'm going to give you today. And it's hard. It's hard not to worry when you can't see the solution in front of your face. But remember, nothing was made that has been made. That means that there's nothing God doesn't know about. There's no surprise outcomes that he's just not aware of and it's going to totally catch him and you off guard. Every circumstance that's going to happen in your life and has happened in your life. God knows about. So I want to tell you about when I read this verse, the situation that I was going through. 
And I've had some very stressful situations, but this is just the one that when I read this verse, I was like, oh, 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 okay, God. When I read this verse, I was worried sick about where we are going to live. Um, Peter, if you don't know who that is, you can listen to episode two where I tell my whole story. But Peter, the father of my daughters, had passed away. And this was probably about six months later. And my husband, who I had been with, the father of my little boy, he had left and we were separating. So it was just me with these three kids. And my lease was going to be up on the house we were in. And I really didn't want to renew it. The house wasn't big enough for having the girls with us too. And listen, I'm just going to be real with you. It was kind of a dump. Like it was a fixer upper for sure without the fixing upper part. Um, So I really wanted to move somewhere new. I wanted not just for like the vanity of I wanted a nicer place. I desperately wanted a home that the girls could feel comfortable with. This was their new life, living just with me and without their dad. And I wanted a home that they could feel peaceful in, that they could bring their friends over to and have sleepovers, that they could throw their backpacks down in the kitchen and grab a snack and just feel at ease in their surroundings, somewhere they could put their roots into. They needed that. I wanted to give them that. But... At the time, the inventory was just, it was crap. I mean, there were no houses out there. And the house we were in also, they wanted to raise the rent, which was just a joke. So I decided not to renew, and then the clock started. I only had so many months to find a new house, and there was nothing out there. And I was stressing, you guys. I mean, I no longer had a partner to kind of share the weight. It was all on me that these kids not be homeless that we find somewhere to go to and I was stressed about it every day and then I read I read this verse about the all or the nothing and it made me think about God already knows where we're gonna live like he knows the home that he has for us why can I not let go why can I not let go of the worry like I prayed every day I prayed that he helped us would help us find a home. I prayed that he would let me, give me the ability to lay the worry at his feet. Because it's one thing to say the words, like, God, I have faith that you're going to find us a home and I know it's going to be on your timing. But it's another thing to actually believe that in your heart and really let go and let God, as you know the cheesy saying goes. So when I read this verse, the all and the nothing, I realized I was thinking way too small. I was so worried about this this point in time we were in right at that moment without realizing the true magnificence of God knowing everything. There was no surprises that was going to happen that God didn't know about. It wasn't going to be the timer was going to run out and God was going to go, ah, I forgot to find you a house. Like I was thinking small in my worry. Can you relate to that? Have you ever done that? Thought small in your worry? So then I thought about something else like, okay, God is in control of everything. But then you know what else popped in my brain? And I love when I talked about this in the first episode about how I set myself up 
when I'm going to be reading scripture, when I'm going to be taking, you know, a nugget of a couple verses, I pray that the Holy Spirit illuminates on the page what it is I need to hear that day and that he, he enters my mind because that's the way, you know, for me, that's the way God talks to me. It's thoughts that come up in my mind. And as after I was reading this verse and I was thinking about how small I was thinking, a couple of verses popped up and they were promises. I didn't have them memorized. I had to go Google them. But I was like, what is that verse about that he knows the plans he has for me? There's something there. Like, let me go look it up. I'm going to tell you. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declared the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. I mean, come on. Like, come on. How can I worry with that great promise? That's one that I ended up writing on a sticky note and putting on my mirror. Because I need that reminder day to day as I worry about what's going to happen next, you know, with with whatever. Because there's always going to be something in your life that you're going to be stressed about because you don't know the answer to. You don't know the how and the when. You're only focused on the need. Remember the promises. Here's another one that popped up for me. And I subsequently wrote on a sticky note. Romans 8.28 And we know that in all things, there's that all again, all, nothing, big covering words. We know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him who have been called according to his purpose. In all things, God is working for your good. It's not just he's not going to let me be homeless and he's going to take care of us. It's so much bigger than that. Think big. When you are living your life day to day in accordance with God's plan, and you, I mean, come on, we don't know what God's plan is for us. We We get some bits and pieces here and there. But when you're living in a day-to-day state of submission and seeking, what I mean by that is submission, turning it over to God, being willing to let go. All the time before I do this podcast, I'm so excited about this series. Like I want it, my human side, which there's nothing wrong with, wants it to be huge. Like I want this to take off and to be something I do for, you know, the next 20 years of my life or more. But before I do every episode, I take a minute and I pray, God, if this isn't what you want for me, I'm willing to give it up. The submission. I'm willing to give this up if it's not what you want for me. Because, y'all, I have learned the hard way. And I got into this all in episode two, but I have learned the hard way in my life. 40 years of doing it the hard way. That when I make a plan, that is in accordance to God's purpose, that I know deep in my gut I'm just running with it because I want it, it never works out well for me. When the other option is, if I just am willing to give things over to God and to walk in His plan, not mine, amazing blessings. Like those plans to prosper you, to give you hope and a future, not to harm you. 
Those are the plans when you're willing to submit. And the second I wor word I used is seek. I want to be a seeker, especially when I'm troubled and I don't know how things are going to work out. By seeking, it's praying, taking the time to listen. You know, a, I do a quick meditation uh, pretty much every day. I'm human, but I try most days to do a quick meditation. I listen to an app called Abide and I subscribe to it. It's amazing. It's a quick like three-minute meditation every morning and it's great. And I can't tell you how many times God has spoken to me through that app. So it's praying or meditating. And guys, this is what I am going to beat over the head of you because it has been beaten over the head for me to learn this lesson. You have to read your Bible. You have to seek through scripture. And that's what we're doing here together. We're taking a couple of verses every episode and we're seeking. What does God tell you? Because reading scripture, it's like a direct communication line with God. I always thought about it before that, oh, it's something I have to do. I hate it. It's boring. I don't understand it, but I guess I have to do it as a Christian because that's what the church tells me. Rephrase your mindset. Reading scripture is a direct communication line with God. It's another way that he can give you the answers to your questions, that he can take your spiritual foundation wherever you're at, your, your relationship with God, and take it next level. It's the building blocks. You find those building blocks in scripture for your, your spiritual foundation. So submit and seek. And when you're doing these things, when you're submitting and seeking, and you're listening to the promises, I love this other one. I forgot to tell you this one before, but I love it. It just, for some reason, it's like a painting in my mind whenever I hear this verse. Matthew 6, 26. And I tell this one to my kids all the time too, because it's a great way that they can understand when they're worried. Look at the birds of the air. Do they not sow or reap or store away in barns? And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? The birds of the air, all the creatures, God takes care of them. He takes care of them. How much more is he going to take care of the woman that he made in his image? The promises. Submit and seek. And take peace in the promises. Listen, y'all. Faith can be hard sometimes. Especially in this world, this happens to me all the time. That I put my faith in what I can see. I put it in, in the worldly things right in front of you. Just to keep going with this example, when I was looking for a home, I was putting my faith in Zillow. Listen, there's nothing wrong with going to look on Zillow. I don't expect God to just send me a house like a dove comes with a mess with a lease in its beak and drops it in my lap. No, but every time I would go on Zillow and look at available houses and see there was like nothing there, I would get worried and lose faith because I was just putting my faith in the worldly things around me and what I could in what I could tangibly see. It is so much harder to put my faith in knowing that even though it hasn't been revealed to me yet, that we're going to have a home. 
and it's going to be exactly where he wants me to be at the timing that he knows is best. That's the hard part, right? So here's here's my nugget for you about when it's hard to have faith in in something that you can't see, that you don't know the timing of. You don't know what the answer is going to be. I'm talking about that interim um, time between when you you have this problem or or maybe it's not even a problem. It's just a, a fork in the road and you don't know which job to take, if you should move or not. What You're at a fork in the road and you're waiting on God's answer. It's hard to have faith in those moments. So when you can't, when, when you just can't quite turn it over to God and wait peacefully and patiently, I want you to think of the promises because those are the ones that gave me peace when I was having a hard time sitting in that waiting period of unknown. Take those promises. Take the, the Jeremiah 29, 11, I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper and not to harm you. The Romans 8, 28, we know that in all things, God is working for the good of those who love that, love him. You love God, you're in that category. In all things, whatever your issue is, it falls under the umbrella of all things. He's working for the good of you. Plans to help you, not to harm you. And Matthew 6, 26, just look out your window and look at those birds. Look how well he takes care of them. Surely, surely you can take some peace in knowing that you, you who love God, you that are there, he's going to take care of you. It's going to get resolved and it's not just going to get resolved. It's going to be resolved in a way that is a blessing. Take peace in knowing that whatever the outcome is for you, it's going to be a blessing. Once we finally did, like it was the craziest story about how we got the house that we're living in now. It just, Sophie and I were driving by looking at a couple of houses. I mean, I was down to the deadline. Like I needed to find a house because we were moving 30 days later. I had to hire movers. I had to know where we were going because we were going to be out on our tushes. And this house popped up. And we happened to be like the first ones that walked in the door because we were driving around the neighborhood. And it's a neighborhood that we used to live in that we love. It's a neighborhood that the kids can go down the sidewalks and they can ride their sleds down the hill at the school, the elementary school that's around the block. It's a neighborhood that has a Halloween parade. Like it's exactly where what I pictured I wanted my kids to grow up in. And guess what? This house for the same price as these other ones that were popping up that were just like, oh, I don't see myself here. This house was gorgeous. It was everything. Like, it was so beyond what my small mind really thought could happen. Really thought I deserved. I didn't think I deserved this. And God put it right in our lap. And it even had a pool. <laughs> it had a pool that the kids could swim in. The only reason it was priced cheaper it's because it was a one-year lease. And most people don't want to move to then just move again, you know, 12 months later. But something felt right. Sophie and I both felt it that like the Holy Spirit wants us here. We don't need to be worried about the year because this, this just feels perfect. Have faith in the future. 
And guess what? Here we are a year later, and we just found out that the couple that we're running from, they're having another baby, and the house is too small for them, so they're buying. And they want to know if we could keep renting for as long as we like. Can you believe that? The plans worked out, not just for okay, but for this amazing blessing to prosper. Plans to prosper, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. So I hope today, guys, your takeaway from this, whatever it is in your life today that you're scared of the outcome, that you're fighting off the worry, I want you to think of it right now. Like right now, close your eyes, unless you're driving. In that case, keep them open, but try and picture this. Picture the worry. Think about exactly what it is that you're so afraid of. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Let your shoulders drop. Knowing nothing happens that isn't known to him. His plans are to prosper you, not harm you to give you hope and a future. Read the verses. Be a seeker. Be willing to submit that God's plan is best. And then take peace in the promises that everything will be not just okay, but it's going to be best case scenario for you. I hope that helps. Thank you so much, guys, for taking the time to be here with me today. I can't tell you how grateful I am. And I hope and pray that whoever needed to hear this, it got to you. And if you want to let me know, I always love actually getting to hear from the person that this helped. You can find me on Instagram at Ms. Pink Monster, M-S, pink like the color, monster, rar, on Instagram or TikTok, but Instagram's the best way to reach me on DMs. And if I could ask one favor in return, if you like this podcast, Ignore the dog barking in the background. The kids are getting ready to come home and go crazy. But if you like this podcast, please leave a positive review on Apple. That is the way apparently that you grow is by having a bunch of good reviews. And I really want this message to get out to all the women who need to hear it today. Next week, I can't wait. I will see you again in the next episode. Um, and have an amazing day. I love you guys. Bye.